Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for Friday, March 25th, 2011, and now the news. There's more fallout from the tragedy in Japan and not of the nuclear variety. As we've been reporting, the auto industry has taken a pretty big hit from the earthquake tsunami disaster. IHS Automotive projects global vehicle production could drop 30% this year due to part shortages. That's their worst case scenario. It may not get that bad, but remember, if you're missing just one component, you can't sell a car. These troubles are now spreading to European automakers as well. Shortages could cost them billions of euros. The situation is also hitting us right here in the good old US of A, and not just with high-tech parts. Ford halted orders for vehicles painted tuxedo black because some of its pigments are made in Japan. When we saw the lease price of the Smart EV, we thought it was the ripoff of the century. Nearly $650 a month for a cabriolet version of the tiny two-door. But Smart doesn't even come close to ripping off customers compared to Volvo. Autoblog reports it will charge 1,500 euros per month for its C30 EV. That's more than $2,100 a month. Spread out over a three-year term, that works out to nearly 77 grand for a car you don't even get to keep. Making the situation even more bizarre, the company says it will lose money on the deal. My question to Volvo is, did any of you go to business school? Right now, you're looking at a part of the Great Kanto Highway in Japan which was damaged in the earthquake. But would you believe this is the same stretch of road less than a week later? According to the Daily Mail, construction workers were able to repair the road in just six days. Jalopnik reports that the chasm was 150 meters in length, which is close to 500 feet. It's truly amazing they were able to pull this off during a time of crisis when we can't even get these kinds of repairs done in the U.S. with no crisis at all. Despite the slowdown in the Chinese auto market, companies are still planning big investments in the country. According to Bloomberg, auto parts supplier Bosch plans to double its workforce in China to 50,000 by 2015. Most of the jobs will be for its automotive unit where they will work on development and production. Bosch is trying to increase its revenues in the country from close to 6 billion last year to over 11 billion dollars. Can you count all the brands that Volkswagen has? Let's see, there's Volkswagen, Audi, Seat, Skoda, Bentley, Lamborghini, Bugatti, and Scania, the truck maker. And now one analyst in Europe is saying it would make all the sense in the world if Volkswagen bought Navistar, the American company that makes big diesels and heavy trucks. Bloomberg reports that an analyst at Credit Agricole says VW wants to become the largest car and truck maker in the world but it does not have a truck presence in the American market. Credit Agricole says VW could buy Navistar for a little over $9 billion. Back in the 1960s and 70s, before the internet, and at a time when there was very little motor racing on television, a motorsports reporter named Chris Economaki became a nationally known figure. No one in the media covering motorsports has ever before or since achieved his prominence. I got to know Chris a little bit, and what a riot! He's one of the best storytellers I've ever met in my life. 
He actually got his start in 1934, selling a newspaper called National Speed Sport News. He later took over the newspaper, but now his daughter, who runs the operation, announced that they've published the last issue. The good news is that they're going to continue online, and if you are a motorsports fan and have never heard of it, check out National Speed Sport News. Hey, will diesel engines in passenger cars ever catch on in the American market? We'll put that question to GM's Mark Royce right after this. Reducing exhaust emissions, aerified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. Mark Royce is my guest on AutoLine Detroit this weekend. One of the things I was wondering is his views on whether diesels will catch on in passenger cars in the American market. Here's a clip from that show. General Motors also announced that it's going to have a diesel version of the Chevrolet Cruze, which I find fascinating. No, we haven't. You haven't? <laughs> well, somebody else announced that then. No, someone rumored it. Somebody <laughs> rumored it. Well, let's just talk diesels in general. Okay. Do they have any chance in the American market from GM's standpoint? Uh, yes. Um, the answer is yes. Number one, we, we have a terrific, a terrific truck biz, diesel business, you know that. But from a passenger car standpoint, I think they do. And I've always said that they, I think they do. And the, the cost of petrol, you know, regular gasoline, um, will help bring this into focus as it increases. Because on a, just on an energy density basis with diesel fuel and the way it's used, it has an advantage. And so that, that thermodynamic cycle is a very efficient cycle. And so, um, and we all know when you go outside of this country and you drive cars um, in, you know, diesel-happy Europe and, and some of those places in Australia, um, these are great cars and they're fun to drive and, uh, you know, there, there's not a thing wrong with them. But we have to have an economic uh, equation happen here that I think is beginning to happen. So I think yes, the answer is yes. That rumor about a diesel Chevy Cruze actually came from a UAW source at GM's Lordstown assembly plant in Ohio, which makes the Cruze. Usually the company will alert the union to future work coming into a plant, so I think this is a pretty good rumor. By the way, Peter DeLorenzo, the auto extremist, and Scott Burgess from the Detroit News join me for that show, which you can see right now on our website. Also. AutoLine Detroit is now carried on public television stations in 40 markets around the United States and Canada. Check your local listings or call your local public television station and let them know you'd like them to carry AutoLine Detroit. And that brings us to the end of today's report on the top news in the global auto industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Monday. How does 12 million impressions grab you? Get your advertising message in front of the most engaged automotive consumers in the world. Call me, Stacy Eman, at 586-255-1364.